Welcome to Horror Study Hall, the academic side of horror. I'm your host, M.A. Reynolds. It's time to get spooky. Welcome to Season 2 of Horror Study Hall. This is M.A. Reynolds coming back for another season of Horror Studies. During my much-needed time off, I sold my house, moved to another state, and and changed my day job. It's uh, been a busy couple of months, and I'm really glad that you all could come back and learn some more ins and out of the horror genre. I really appreciate your patience and waiting for season two, and I, I hope you enjoy what we have in store this season. In season one, we talked about how filmmakers can elicit emotion in an audience by using sound and other scare tactics. In this episode, we will be talking about color theory and how it is used in film. Film is a visual medium. Almost everything we see on screen is a deliberate choice made by filmmakers to add to the mood and general aesthetic of the film. Horror in particular relies on visual elements to create a mysterious and uneasy atmosphere. When you think of horror, you may think of dark films, black, blue, things hidden in the shadows, dark muted colors that distort reality and hide what you are seeing on screen. Generally, it's what we cannot see that scares us, right? Shadows can make the audience's imagination fill in the gaps with their own fears, their own imagination of what could be lurking. While this is true, the filmmaker's use of color can add to the mood and atmosphere without having to rely on darkness alone. They use color theory, the science and art of color used to communicate emotion through color schemes to enhance action on the screen. Before we dive deep into color theories specific to every color in the horror genre, let's briefly discuss color theory and the evolution of color in film. You may think that the use of color in film began once Technicolor and color film was invented and developed. Now that simply is not the case. Color was used even in the silent film era to drive emotion on the screen. Filmmakers used tactics like colored lenses to change the color of the film. A blue lens could indicate that it's nighttime or maybe a sad moment on film. Red, it was used to increase dread or tension or create a sense of urgency. And sepia was often used to enhance dreamlike qualities. Haxon uses a red filter for many of the scenes to show an influence of the devil on the witches of the the documentary. The cabinet of Dr. Calgary used sepia tones to showcase the madness and dreamlike qualities of the film. 
Snow White from 1919 used a pink tint with dark blue toning to add to the magic on screen. In later films, hand coloring was done to draw eyes elsewhere. as aspects of the scene that the filmmaker wanted to enhance. For example, the silent film of The Phantom of the Opera. They, the film is mostly black and white, but red coloring was done after the fact to color the mask of the red death costume that the phantom wears in the tingler in the 30s the bathtub's water was shaded red to increase the horror of what was happening on screen the development of technicolor did change filmmaking colors were bright bold and over the top as filmmakers wanted to show off this new technology this new way of making film I believe most of us think of The Wizard of Oz when we think of Technicolor. That film goes from a black and white sepia tone to full bright color once Dorothy reaches the land of Oz. And those colors are hyper-realistic. They're brighter than the colors we see in our everyday lives to really draw our attention in, to really help us focus on what is going on. So how are colors used in film and what do they mean, especially in the horror genre? We're going to take a deep look into each color and learn how they're used in the horror filmmaking process. Red is used very often throughout horror. It's the color of blood, the color of roses, anger, rage, desire, love, war, power. I think there are two main colors that we think of when we think of color schemes in horror. Red is one of the most used. Blood belongs on the inside of the body, not on the outside of the body. So when we see red blood on film, it can cause our anxiety and our tension and fears to rise. Red warns us of impending doom. It tells us to stop, to go no further. In horror film, red symbolizes strong negative emotions. It signals danger or violence for the characters on screen. For example, the jumpsuits of the others in Jordan Peele's Us show us that they are wrath and vengeance. They are there to take back what they feel is theirs. They are very dangerous. The pig's blood in Carrie that covers her during the prom scene lets us know that the tone has shifted to revenge. The scene was moving from a happy moment of her being crowned prom queen in a soft pink dress to be covered in red in blood and Carrie then took out her vengeance and her wrath on those who had harmed her throughout her her life the red blood coming from the elevators in the shining shows us that there's impending doom in the overlook hotel red is used in the sixth sense to indicate when a ghost is interacting with the real world red tends to invoke a strong sense of fear of urgency in the viewing audience orange can symbolize fire hopelessness madness ritual and witchcraft orange is the color of autumn of halloween it symbolizes the transition from summer to winter from life to death it invokes feelings of isolation and of barrenness Orange is the color of the apocalypse, when all green life has come to an end. It's used very heavily in the Mad Max movies to show that there is no life, that everything is barren and dying. 
When I personally think of the Wicker Man, I think of orange and some yellow because it's prominently used in this film to show the ritual of the Wicker Man. Oranges and yellows with the, the pagan cult showing that they are conducting magic, that something is about to happen. It is often used at the end of a horror film to signify the end of a ritual. Hereditary does this in the final act when Paimon has taken his new host. The glow of the fire and the candlelight on the characters' faces is signifying the end of a ritual in which Tomlinson is bathed in a fiery glow to show her transition into the coven, into her, her life as a witch. At the end of Dr. Sleep, the Overlook Hotel burns down to signify the end of the, the ritual of the... To show the end of the ritual of the of the knot. To know that it's over, that a transition is coming. Yellow, on the other hand, can be used to signify hope, a new beginning, or a new day. In Crimson Peak, Edith is often dressed in yellow to show her hope with her new marriage. More often, though, in the horror genre, yellow is used to show decay, physical rot, moral rot, anxiety, and caution. It is the color of corpses as they decay. When we we pass, our skin tends to take a yellow hue as our bodies break down. Yellow can create a visceral response as it is the color of pus, of viscera, of general decay. It is also used to show that characters on screen should exercise caution. It is not a coincidence that Coraline and Georgie from Stephen King's It are in yellow raincoats, indicating they should proceed with caution. Yellow shows things are about to change, and not necessarily for the better. Green is the color of new life, of spring, of beginnings, of nature, all the plants around us. Green surrounds us in our everyday lives. It can symbol ancient or natural magic. In horror, it often will signify witchcraft, just like yellow and orange do. It signifies the natural turned unnatural. It can also be linked to disease, grime, and vulnerability. It represents physical illness, as it is the color of sick rooms, vomit, mucus, infections, etc., the Saw franchise often uses a green hue to show how grimy the environment is. Watching the film makes the audience feel dirty, grimy, like you need a shower after viewing. It is the color of mold, of rot. It is also the color of night vision. We see from the perspective of the killer Buffalo Bill in The Silence of the Lambs at the end of the film when he is using night vision to stalk Clary Starling. It is also used in Quarantine and Wreck. The night vision shows us the monster in the green light, shows us what is lurking in the shadows. Mint green is also used to show unease in films like The Shining. The mint green bathroom doesn't look quite right, and it draws us into the nightmare. Green is also historically used to show magic. In many Disney films, the magical villain is bathed in green light, or the cauldron emits a green mist or flame. Think of Maleficent in, in the original cartoon when she's the dragon. She's covered in flames of green. 
And the Little Mermaid, Ursula, when she's casting the spell, is tinted in a green hue. So green represents nature, but it also represents magic. Blue is more often associated with night or sadness or the cold. Filmmakers will use blue filters to shoot day for night. Scenes that may not be easily filmed in night are tinted blue to allow the audience to take in the scene. Filmmakers will shoot the film during the daytime, add a blue filter on it, either through the lens or in post, and change it to night so that we can see everything that is going on in the scene. Blue has a deep association with depression, with grief. We often say we are feeling blue when we are sad. In horror, a character may be portrayed in blue light when the film is conveying grief or depression. Um, I actually was watching Dr. Sleep before recording, and I noticed this time in this viewing that in all the early scenes of Danny Torrance's mother after they have left the hotel, she's wearing a blue robe. And to me, that maybe might signify her grief on what happened at the Overlook Hotel. She lost her husband. He tried to hurt her and her child. And that may be showing that she's in a depressive state. There's a, there's a lot of blue clothing choices in the beginning of that film. Check it out next time you watch it. In the series, The Haunting of Hill House, Nell is often shot in a blue light to show her mental state, that she is distressed, depressed due to being haunted her whole life, that she has something mentally going on with her that is dragging her down. Blue can also be used to indicate the supernatural. In The Exorcist and The Conjuring films, blue is used to show that there is a supernatural presence around. Purple is a color that is rarely found in nature. In the past, only the wealthy would have the ability to purchase purple clothing because purple had to be dyed and made and it was very expensive. So historically, purple has been a royal color associated with wealth and prestige. In horror, it can signify exclusivity, otherworldliness, and aliens. Films use other colors naturally, but when purple is used, it is an intended choice. It's an excellent choice for dreams or alien life. It is the color of things that do not belong on this earth. The color of space is a purple-like color. Well, it's more like purple and pink blended like a magenta, but here, just bear with me when I, when I liken it to purple. The electric purple hue shows that the thing is not of our universe. It's a color that doesn't occur naturally here on, the, on earth. It is also utilized as the color of mad science. It's used to show when science has gone too far. And when you think back to the use of purple in, in a lot of films, it, it's either used for someone who is wealthy and, and above everyone else or for something that's a little more exclusive, or it's used to indicate the alien, something that does not belong here. Pink is the color of female innocence, of girlhood. It is the color of immaturity. Pink is featured in several horror films about high schoolers as it shows that they are girls and not women. Carrie's dress is pink in the Carrie films, both of them. Jay in It Follows is clothed in pink in the beginning of the movie. In fact, her room is all pink 
until she loses her innocence after her sexual encounter. And then her clothing color changes to more darker tones, more red tones. Pink is overwhelmingly present when a filmmaker chooses to portray innocence. Even though color in film has been around for well over 100 years, filmmakers still choose to film in black and white. In horror, black and white is used for psychological storytelling. Filmmakers use the absence of color to focus on the story rather than the color palette. Visuals are stripped down in order to let mood and characters steal the story. Films like The Lighthouse use this quite effectively. Black and white film creates a sense of dread. It creates extreme shadows and extreme light. It makes us think that something hidden is going on because we can't easily distinguish the background and what's happening because there's no contrast in colors to really draw our eyes to a certain area of the scene. Filmmakers may choose to put in splashes of color to make the scene pop. Like I mentioned previously in The Tingler, the red was added to the bloody bathtub water to enhance the horror. Now, not technically a horror movie. Um, Sin City uses this quite effectively. A black and white movie with splotches of color for some blood in some moments or the yellow um, of individual's clothing just to really draw your attention that that is something you should be focusing on and not the story that's going on. In Hand in Hand with black and white film... We'll talk about the black, white, and gray colors to close this out. Now, black and gray represent the other. Death, destruction, decay again, and neutrality. If being human is defined by color and emotion, then gray is the inverse. It is colorless and detached. Black has historically represented evil and wickedness. As problematic as that is, it is the color of darkness and of nightmares. It is where the monster hides. It is the shadow that Michael Myers stands in, the blackness, the void. Black is the absence of all color. It is desolate. It is bleak. Think of the black cat, which has been a symbol of evil omens and bad luck for a millennia. That comes from the animal being the black color which is seen as a bad omen it's seen as evil it has also historically been the color of mourning and death or a spiritual depression when someone passes away their surviving loved ones tend to wear black to mourn them to show the absence of life the absence of joy the grim reaper is also black and he is an omen of death the bubonic plague is called the black death Black is the absence of life. White is most often the symbol of purity, of cleanliness and health. You see white on the innocent little girls in A Nightmare on Elm Street, the ones that are jumping rope in the dreams to signify childlike innocence and purity. You can see white being used on the protagonist to indicate that they are the pure character, the innocent virgin, virginal character. But there is another twist to the color white. It can also symbolize cults, medical experimentation, and isolation. Think of Midsummer. Um, All of the family, the, the cult members, are wearing white clothing, white shirts, white pants, white dresses. 
The mad scientist is in a white lab coat. The evil doctors and nurses and horror are all in white. It white tends to show cleanliness, but also a very sterile, uncaring setting. In white, there is nowhere to hide. Horror films rely on creating atmosphere and rely on the color palette to play on our emotions. Again, films like Midsummer take a genre that often relies on darkness, reds, and deep tones to bring dread and, and then flips it. Everything is light in Midsummer, bright and colorful. And I believe that's why so many found it so unsettling because they go in expecting a dark movie because it's a horror movie. But everything is bathed in light and white and spring. And it turns the color theory on its head and it's very interesting. Next time you watch that movie, just pay really close attention to the color palette and how it is being used. In preparing myself for this episode, I used a lot of the research done by Shannon Lewis on slowburnhorror.com. She did an amazing piece of the meaning of color in horror. Um, there's a summary and then she has a, a short essay on every every color that we've discussed today. Um, please check that out. Um, give her... Um, the credit she deserves for all of her research on this particular subject matter. Color is very important to filmmaking. And next time you watch a movie, just think for a moment. Are the curtains blue? Because they're just blue and that's what was available. Or are they blue because the director and cinematographer wanted to convey the depression of the character interacting in the scene? Thank you for joining me for the first episode of season two of Horror Study Hall. Please do me a favor and rate and review us wherever you are listening to this podcast. Follow me on social media at Horror Study Hall. Send an email to amateurhorror101 at gmail.com if you would like to make any suggestions for any future episodes. And stay spooky, my friends.